Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Well, hello and welcome to episode 92 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here as always with Michaela. Michaela, we are headed back to Rydell High this week. We are going, we're going to be doing some dancing, the National Bandstand. Maybe we'll be reuniting with the love that we met over the summer um, and hoping that our friends uh, don't give us too much shtick about it. But what have you been doing? You got the kiddo packed up. He's he's back off doing his schoolwork now. Uh, but wh- what else has been going on? You enjoying some quiet time? Uh, no. I mean, I am. So I've really been trying to read more, um, as, as everybody should do it's, but it's hard to do that because we have seen some amazing new series come out. Okay. Mm, So mm, mm, I mm -hmm. don't know if you've been able to see it because I know your lovely wife was traveling and you're a good husband and watch all of these things with your spouse, but house of dragon, have you started watching it yet? I have. So we watched, uh, we did, we caught up on uh, last night. Uh, so we watched the first week and then uh, as of recording last night was Sunday. So we actually stayed up uh, until past 10 o'clock to watch the uh, second episode. So uh, uh, kudos, kudos, kudos to the team over at uh, HBO for getting us to do that. But yeah, uh, all caught up on that one. Uh, pretty good so far. Pretty good. Yeah. Matt Smith, man, I am so excited for him because I feel like, I feel like he, kind of you know took a weird turn in his acting career um at least on the screen after doctor who he did so well with doctor who and he was so Mm -hmm. amazing and he did a couple of other movies that did well um he did one of the terminator films and that was really interesting Mm -hmm. um but I hadn't seen him in anything recently. And so I was so excited to see him and he is amazing. It's a, com- he, he's just such a rich actor. Like he's just mm-hmm. got a richness to him that is so exciting. And there's a lot of newcomers, um, but also some of the cameos from people like the, the father from Fleabag is in as one mm. of the council members. And I was so excited to see that. Um, there's a couple other folks in there that, that be about. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's pretty good. We uh, got started on that, and we also got started on uh, uh, what is it called? Welcome to Wrexham. This is Wrexham. Uh, one of those things, but it's the documentary about uh, Rob McElhaney and Ryan Reynolds buying the Wrexham uh, Football Club, uh, which is on Hulu. Um, it's amazing because uh, I love football slash soccer, depending on where you're uh, listening to us from. I I love those guys. I think they're hilarious, and I love documentaries. So it's like uh, like three things that are amazing all rolled into one. So we watched the first awesome. episode of that, and I'm excited to uh, kind of see that play out and uh, see the uh, ins and outs and all of that stuff for that. But uh, for now, Michaela, we need to uh, we better take a quick break because we have a lot to go over. Uh, we've got to practice our dancing. We got to practice the hand jive. We got to get the car up and running. We have a lot to do. So let's take a quick break and we will be right back to whip up this week's cocktail. So this week's cocktail is entitled the fabulous pink lady, which mm-hmm. makes total sense mm-hmm. since we're covering Greece and it comes from the Quantro website. So if you uh, need more inspiration. If you get some a big bottle of Cointreau and you want to use it and other things, go to that site. They've got lots of really fun recipes, and this is one of them. That's right. Cointreau is not just for margaritas anymore. It is also for a lot of other cocktails, including the Pink Lady. But yeah, you know, we're going back to back to school, back to Rydell High. 
um, you know, we're hanging out and we wanted to uh, to pay homage to the Pink Ladies, you know, the best gang around. They have uh, they have cool jackets uh, that are your favorite color, Michaela. And this cocktail is also your favorite color. It comes together pretty easy and it is pretty delicious, I will say. It sure is. So what you're going to do is you're going to take three quarters of Cointreau. If you don't have Cointreau, uh, any sort of triple sec will do. OK, so like an orange liqueur, that's what you need. And mm -hmm. you're going to mm -hmm. add that to two ounces of vodka, any vodka of your choice. Choice. Then you're going to add 0.72 ounces of fresh lime juice. We're not going to. I don't know why. <laughs> is it a is it a metric thing? Um, uh, looking at I, the website, I really just think this is a typo, and it's. I think it's. I think it's a typo. Ounce. Come on, Quantro, get your act together. <laughs> and uh, and then you're going to take two ounces of sparkling wine. Now they use Cremant de Loire. We did not. We used Wycliffe because I'm basic and. Uh, mm. It was only two ounces, and I didn't want to spend fifty dollars on sparkling champagne. So, both of those, both else. of those things are correct. Both of those things are correct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So we used uh, an American sparkling wine. You could use uh, a prosecco. Actually, probably would be uh, my preferred if you were going to do something because it has just a little bit of sweetness to it. But uh, really simple. You're going to take those three strawberries. You're going to put them into a shaker tin, muddle them up a little bit, add in your lime juice, vodka, and Cointreau, some ice. Uh, give that a shake and strain it out into your glass, and then top it with the sparkling sparkling wine. So you get this, this really lush kind of orangey strawberry goodness with just a floater of the sparkling wine. And then you're going to, you're going to sip it. You can garnish it with the strawberry if you want to fancy it up some, but uh, this is pretty good, Michaela. Now, initial thought, I will say, and maybe, maybe it was the Wycliffe. Maybe it was just kind of the, the amounts that we ended up having to float on top. I didn't, I didn't love this at first. It was, it was a little too champagne -y, sparkly wine for me, but, but you know, after it, I taken a couple of sips and it kind of uh, stirred itself up a little bit, this was delicious. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought that the strawberries were rich and tasty. It was not too sweet. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely think if you're not into just sparkling wine, you're going to want to give this a stir. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll want to give it a stir for sure. Um, and one of the uh, one little tip for you is because you're muddling those strawberries, they're probably going to plug up your uh, little strainer cap if you're just using like a cocktail shaker that has a strainer on it. So you might want to use like an actual like sieve or something uh, to strain that out a little bit. It's going to help get you there, I think. Yeah, but it's going to be real pink and real pretty and it is really tasty. I will say once we got through a little bit of that sparkling wine, it ended up tasting much better. I like sparkling wine, but it definitely was missing something until we got a couple of sips through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and uh, we mentioned, you know, the cocktail recipe, it calls for vodka. Uh, you could also swap out gin, which is uh, we did on one of those. So we could try the difference between the gin and the vodka. Um, and the gin was uh, also excellent. You know, it combines really well with that uh, strawberry and uh, orange from the Cointreau flavor there, too. So uh, mix one of those up. It looks fantastic. And you're going to want a good cocktail as we get into, I don't know, one of one of the great, the all time great movie musicals. Um, as we pay homage to, of course, Olivia Newton-John, we had to do Grease this week. So why don't we take a quick break? We will make up another Pink Lady and we will be right back to chat about the classic Grease. Spoiler warning for Grease. If you've not yet seen Grease, you're going to be in for quite a treat today because we're going to talk about all the things Grease. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't want to talk about all of the things that happens in, in 1978, um, then you should press pause. You should go watch it. You should make yourself up either a pink lady or a T 55 T-bird because both are amazing. And then you should come back and we can chat about this amazing uh, piece of Americana 
musicalness. It is. It is a piece of Americana. It is a piece of musicalness. And yeah, definitely make yourself up a Pink Lady or that uh, T-Bird cocktail that we covered uh, this week in the lobby bar. Go make up one of these and hang on tight because we are about to get underway here. So Grease was released in 1978. Um, it was based on the musical Grease, which debuted on Broadway in 1972. Um, it was directed by Randall Kleiser, who was uh, famous for directing other things too. Blue Lagoon, Flight of the Navigator, White Fang, you know, uh, stuff like that. And this one stars, of course, course olivia newton john uh as sandy and john travolta as danny uh the summer loving duo uh that got unexpectedly reunited back at school and then of course there was a bunch of other people in this cast of pink ladies and t-birds and we're gonna uh get into that as we talk about the movie we're gonna talk about all the things so uh it's it's worth noting um this movie begins and i think the first time i saw this i missed uh, the very opening scene. <laughs> so I kind of was lost. Um, but I do really love the, the this this ocean oceanic paradise that they've got going on in the summer. Um, mm, Olivia mm-hmm, Newton-John mm-hmm. is beautiful and vibrant and stunning. And John Travolta looks great. And they're doing all the things at the beach, right? They're doing all the fun stuff. They're making <laughs> sandcastles and they're taking pictures and they're cuddling on rocks that are waves like crashing into them. That's right. Yeah, I, I really love the opening scene here because, yeah, it's just showing them having a nice romantic time at this beach. There's like sunsets. Uh, but then all of a sudden it gets like super campy and uh, he's like he like falls. Uh, Danny falls over like a sandcastle and starts like throwing the sand They're They're sitting on the beach and this giant wave like washes over them. Uh, it's really, uh, really pretty funny. Um, you know, it kind of at the at the end of this section, uh, you know, Danny leans in for a little bit of a kiss and Sandy says, no, don't ruin it now. Let's uh let's just remember the good times we had this summer and boom animation time grease is the word Barry Gibb of BG's fame bringing it hardcore grease is the word Michaela grease is the word and I love the the animation in this it's very like it's schoolhouse rock me, kind yeah, of very exactly yeah very late but, 70s early 80s but still like but but then when it when it goes to sandy because uh so the animation's going through kind of the cast right but but sandy is very much like a like a disney princess uh yeah. very like very like a snow white-esque her section yeah. but yeah everyone else is kind of this uh more like rounded schoolhouse right. rock kind of look absolutely yeah she looks great and she's like got deer and rabbits in her room as she's getting ready because the idea is everyone's getting ready for school and the reason why this movie is called grease is because they used to put a lot of grease in their hair to make it look great especially Mm -hmm. uh the da which uh you guys can all look that up and see what that stands for but that was the hairstyle that all of the gentlemen in the show pretty much wear um Mm -hmm. it was uh my dad used used to wear that hairstyle because he was around when this film uh came out anyway it's it uses a lot of hair gel and a couple of different combs and your dad was a greaser i love that my dad was a greaser (laughs) absolutely and so everyone is getting ready right so we've got danny who's uh amazing and he is driving up getting ready to go to school uh, uh, sandy she is from australia she was supposed to leave danny at the end of the summer and go back to australia but apparently there's been a change of plans i don't know what those plans were but now mm-hmm. she's staying and wherever they are and she's going to ride high 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Rideau, Rideau High, I guess, is uh, based on a high school in uh, like the Chicago area. Um, and they, they do a pretty good job. They don't really let you know, like Rideau feels to me very like California e feeling. Yeah. But but then there's like, I don't know, like dead leaves on the ground and some scenes. So I'm like, well, that's not like California. They don't have dead leaves there. The weather's too nice. Um, so I don't I don't know. It's a, it's a place that could be anywhere. Rideau High could be anywhere. And these characters could be any one of us coming back to school on the first day. So we get in there. That's right. We, we meet the T-Birds, uh, they're all getting together talking about, you know, what they've been doing. We meet uh, Kanicki, who is played by uh, Jeff Conaway. Uh, he's there. He's talking about how he worked all all summer. We meet the other uh, members of the T-Birds. We've got Duty, played by Barry Pearl. We've got Sonny. He's played by Michael Tucci. We've got Putsy, played by Kelly Ward. Uh, they're, they're, they're hamming it up. And then they see Danny standing over there, looking all cool as all get out. Uh, he turns. He's got, like, the cigarette half hanging out of his mouth. They're like, there's Danny. It's time to get back to school. Welcome back to school t-birds that's right welcome back to school and you know what it wouldn't be t-birds if they didn't have their female kind of counterpart gang called mm -hmm. the pink ladies mm -hmm. um pink ladies are led by rizzo played by the amazing stalker channing and uh her team of girls she's they've got frenchie played by dd Khan. we have jan played by jamie donnelly we've got marta uh, got, uh, uh marty Marty, sorry. I always, well, I always called her the Maraschino girl because that's her last name is Maraschino, mm -hmm. like in Cherry, like uh, played by Dynamanoff. Um, so all of the pink ladies are coming in. They've got these amazing, like cool um, pink silk jackets that go against the T-Birds and they drive this really cool pink, like uh, Chevy. Um, I think it's a Chevy. I'm not sure. It's really cool looking, but yeah. they're all meet up. You know, we get to meet the, um, uh, Sid Caesar is, uh, is uh, plays the amazing coach Calhoun and they've got the worst team ever uh, of everything like they've got horrible um, like their basketball team's awful and their football team's awful and they've never won a game um, but we see the principal and the vice principal they're all welcoming the students back and, mm -hmm. you know, Frenchie is one of the pink ladies. She's endeared herself uh, to Sandy. They become kind of fast friends. Frenchie invites her to have lunch. And at that point, we have our first kind of mashup music extravaganza. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So they're they're all coming back to school. I, I really like the section, um, you know, just getting kind of a feel for the school, um, you know, kind of the the administration people of the school, like you mentioned, the coach and the the principal. They're all they're all pretty funny. Um, and yeah, Frenchie has uh, taken a liking to Sandy. She thinks she's pretty neat, as it were, asks if she could be a pink lady. Um, and then we get into the end of the crux of the story is uh, what happened over the summer. And you get Sandy's version. You get Danny's version and that amazing, amazing song, Summer Lovin' that you've heard countless times at karaoke, no doubt. Uh, you know, Sandy remembers Danny a little differently than Danny seems to have remembered Sandy. Um, and it pits kind of each of these friend groups against each other. You know, the T-Birds think that Sandy, uh, she sounds she sounds pretty awesome, sounds like a pretty cool chick to hang out with all summer. Uh, the Pink Ladies are like, man, this Danny guy sounds like kind of a drag. Uh, but but wait a minute, you mean Danny? Uh, you mean Danny Zuko? Like the Danny that goes to school here, Danny? Uh-oh, uh bad, bad news. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is there's this kind of story arc around the fact that uh, Danny and Rizzo had dated previously. So Rizzo, she knows who he is. She knows what he's about. She knows that this is going to be a, a hard play for uh, him. And he's going to be very shocked to see Sandy. And so she 
uh, later that week when they have their first pep rally because they have those. And uh, Sandy is a cheerleader and she's pretty awful at it. She's not able to do any of the stuff, but it's actually a really funny scene. Um, Rizzo kind of orchestrates this meeting where Danny and all of his T-Birds are hanging out in the parking lot and mm -hmm. they're like, hey, we got a surprise for you, dude. And they kind of shove Sandy right in front of him. And he had no idea that she was going to school there and that she hadn't ended up moving back to Australia. And she's just very excited and she's so happy. And he is too at first. And then he realizes <laughs> that all of his friends are watching and then he turns into a total jerk where he's like, oh yeah, man, it's good to see you. Uh, you know, whatever. And like, he's very nonplussed. And she's like, what are you talking about? You, you were totally in love with me this summer. And he's like, whatever. And then he realizes that, you know, he he's really hurt her feelings. And Rizzo is in the back, like smiling like a Cheshire cat. She's so happy about this. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she knows she's uh, she's got one up. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't know if she's really like jealous of Sandy, but she definitely doesn't want uh, Sandy to get uh, too big for britches. So they kind of are are having this head through most of this thing um, And this. Uh, uh, this pep rally is crazy. As you mentioned, Michaela, Sid Caesar is playing uh, Coach Calhoun. He's talking about how they're going to, like, kill the other team and murder them and uh, slice them up into pieces and all this stuff. There's like a burning effigy of the other team like uh, this. Uh, this pep rally is is insane. Um, we also um, important to know at this pep rally, we see a pretty cool car going by and it is uh, being driven by the member of I don't I don't even know what their what their other like gang's name is, but it's basically like the competing gang against the T-Birds. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember what his name was? I don't know. No, his name is Leo. I do know that. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, because he he becomes kind of a main a major character in a couple of scenes later but i don't know what the rival gang is but his car looks super cool it's black it's got like flames across the sides it's got these two flamethrower things in the back where he presses a button i guess and there's flames that uh when you when you press on the gas it goes and the, it makes an explosion real cool not like what the t-birds have you know kanicki worked all summer shipping mm. boxes at like bob's boxes company or something and he got Bob's this boxes yeah it's, well it's something like that it's like danny's i don't know it, but you get the idea he worked really mm. hard uh to get this piece of junk car that mm -hmm. they are now going mm -hmm. to spruce up over the year in auto shop and of course we have an amazing song that was originally supposed to be sung by kinicky because of the casting and directing it is sung in this uh film by Tr john travolta but it is the amazing grease lightning uh, that's right yeah they are uh they're pushing this uh this uh hoopty of a car into the uh the auto shop that they uh get to take in school which is pretty cool their uh their auto uh shop teacher uh she's pretty awesome too and they are getting this thing fixed up and it's a really cool song it's a really cool kind of dance dance number and then it you know flashes into like this kind of like uh fantasy uh, realm kind of thing where they're they're fixing up this car and the car looks amazing um i always remember they bring it it has like an acrylic hood they bring out so you can see the engine on it um it looks pretty sweet and of course you know the the car is a piece of junk but that uh dance number that song is very iconic to greece um it is amazing um and we also uh you know the t-birds they're fixing up the car but what are the pink ladies up to well of course you know sandy is totally bummed she's like uh danny you're a nice guy and now you're a big jerk uh but you know frenchie is there frenchie is going to be like hey you know what you need 
need you need some girls time come over i'm having a sleepover at my house tonight uh just just come on over we're going to be hanging out so we go over to frenchie's house uh you know the girls are there doing doing what girls do watching tv clowning around uh drinking wine you know that sort of sort of thing but you know rizzo she doesn't really know how she likes this uh this sandy character um and of course you know uh there's a blonde wig there and what are you going to do you're going to put that on you're going to say look at me i'm sandra d and uh, I, I love so much because Sandy comes out of the bathroom and she's like, are you making fun of me, Riz? <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, some people are so touchy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, when you're making fun of them to their face, it's amazing how they get their nose out of joint. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because you get to meet the personalities of the pink ladies a little bit more, right? So you have Frenchie who is deciding that she wants to quit school. She wants to go. Uh, she got accepted to Lock a Fury Beauty School beauty school because mm. she wants to go and um do hair or something for the rest of her life and that's cool and then we've got jan jan they always make fun of her because she's eating food uh which sounds pretty awesome to me but anyway <laughs> so they make fun of her because she brings this dessert wine and they're like that's not dessert and she's like it's a dessert wine um and i will i will say about her food is she offers everyone if they want a twinkie and then she just pulls one out of a paper bag it's not in any sort of wrapper or a container of any sort it's just a twinkie in a paper bag did they make them in paper bags at one point no it's like it's like a, like it's like a, it's like a shopping it was like a shopping bag <laughs> oh oh that's weird oh i know i don't think i've ever noticed that i remember where she's like you're not getting your hands on my ears and she like puts an entire twinkie in her mouth like in one fell swoop <laughs> and i don't know if they were just smaller then or if her mouth is just mm. enormous but i don't know you know don't they know. try to they try to cool out sandy a little bit they try to pierce her ears that does not go well. Then they mm. make fun of her. And then she decides, you know, I'm just going to go outside for a little bit. I'm going to get some air. And then, of course, we get the one Oscar nominated song in this entire film, which is her singing into a baby pool, <laughs> looking at uh, thinking about reflections of Danny singing hopelessly devoted to you. That's right. Yeah, it is. A, it is a beautiful song, I will say. Um, I do really like it. And yeah, it's, she's just kind of like walking around outside of this house. And yeah, it ends with her looking uh, longingly into a baby pool at a at a aquatic <laughs> reflection of John Travolta. Uh, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. So uh, so yeah, so what are so what are we going to do? So, right. So we've got we've got Grease Lightning coming together. Uh, we've got the girls trying to figure out what they've got going on. Um, uh, yeah, so the uh, I don't know. I don't I don't even know to progress the story along here. So. <laughs> so Rizzo leaves. Remember, she gets tired of Sandy and she's like, I'm leaving because the boys, uh, the T-Birds, oh, right. they, they realize sh they show that up. Danny they show up actually really party. likes her. Right, right. And uh, they show uh, up kind of right. they, they kind of Romeo-esque underneath the the their bedroom window. And of course, Frenchie's like, they can't come in here. My folks will flip. And so yeah. they're like, and so, you know, the girls are like, oh, Sandy's out in the back screaming about how hopelessly devoted she is to you. You, you should have gone in the back instead of uh, out in the front Quasimodo here underneath the, underneath the. Yeah. And Rizzo balcony. climbs down, Rizzo climbs down like the trellis, like the, like the rosebush trellis. Right. Um, I, one of the T-Birds is like, Hey, you don't got, you don't got a net or something, something like that. So she gets in her and Kaniki are, are going to go off. Right. She gets one last uh, jab in at Danny. Who's, you know, he's like, you guys are all acting amateur. Uh, leave me alone. Uh, stop giving me a hard time. But Kaniki and Rizzo are going off to, I don't know, some sort of like makeout uh, point. Right. There's like several cars there. They're there. They're, they're making out. It is getting hot and heavy. Uh, you know, Kaniki is trying to be responsible, uh, pulls out a condom, doesn't go that good. Um, you said that you didn't even remember this part. So uh, I guess the I don't PG, remember this part. 
the PG was too too PG adult for for regular TV, I guess. So I Michaela's remember viewing. seeing it now, but as a kid, I do I remember that they made out in the car. I did not remember that he pulled out a condom. I was like, I mean, I thought it was just implied. So they're in the they're in the car. You don't see anything. Um, but just so you know, as a parent, this is probably the part. This is the part where I fast forwarded through uh, mm. when I was watching it with my kid. So, um, but. I will say Leo in his really hot sports car with the flames along the side. He's there with his girlfriend. Uh, they end up backing into Kinnicky and his girlfriend's car and Rizzo's car. And mm -hmm. they kind of make fun of his car. And that's not good. And we immediately go to kind of the next scene, which is um, a jukebox uh kind of scene uh i love the can we just talk a little bit about the diner that they go to the yeah neighborhood that's right. diner yeah that's right it's called the frosty palace um now uh the frosty palace it looks amazing so i don't know if this is an actual diner if this was a set that they built um because even like the outside of it like the frosty diner looks huge like it's on like this huge like corner of the street it looks all cool it's got like like fake snow like kind of like plasticky sort of like snowman material um on the outside it looks awesome and then this diner looks super cool and of course yeah sandy's in there she's with she's with some new guy uh things progress very fast at uh right high i will say um after the first day of school Cool, but she's there with a the guy um you know she's like give me some money i'll go change the change the jukebox so she goes over to the jukebox um danny sees her um and he's trying to play it all cool because sandy's like one foot away from her so he like takes this long walk around the table and around and he, he sits over by the bar and then he's kind of like like looking over at her and uh tries to like pretend to make eye contact and then he kind of slides up and he's like he's apologizing he's like you know those are those are just my friends you know i was just i was showing off for my friends i really did have a great time with you i'm not really like a jerk of a guy i'm really a nice guy um she's like mm, i don't know doubt it guy doubt it <laughs> yeah and you know they start to make fun he's he's making fun of this other guy jim or buck or i don't know what his name is um carl maybe and she's like he's so simple <laughs> like he doesn't have to think about how he feels about me he doesn't really think like he just he's just kind of there and he's not a bad looking guy and and of mm, course, mm -hmm, Danny's mm -hmm. like, well, oh my gosh, he's such a jock. He like all he does is sports. And then she's like, well, what have you ever done? And so then, of course, Danny Zuko, he's like, you know what? On the on the side, on the sly, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try and do something other than be a T-bird um, with my life. So he goes, and of course, he talks to Sid Caesar, who's the coach. This kind of little vignette is really great because Danny tries all these different sports it, and he's amazing. horrible at all of them because he's not really good. Uh, he doesn't play well with others. So we have him try. What does he try? He tries basketball. Um, he ends up like punching he, he people. Tries, in order he, to tries yeah. he tries yeah, wrestling. Yeah. He tries wrestling. That doesn't that go back good. Mistake. He tries yeah, it's, baseball. It's, <laughs> it's so good it's so good yeah he goes in he's talking to the coach and he's you know he's wearing his t-birds get up right he's got his leather jacket on and his his tight jeans he's he's got a cigarette in his mouth and and coach is like uh danny you're gonna have you're gonna have to change if you he takes the cigarette out of his mouth and he's like you're gonna have to change if you want to do that and he's like well that's why i'm here coach and he's like no i mean change out of that that ridiculous thing that you're wearing so yeah he goes through all the sports uh it doesn't go uh particularly good he's like punching people and getting fights and uh really terrible at all these things and the coach just pulls him to the side and he's like what do you think about running 
long distance, all by yourself, cross-country running. Uh, and Danny says, okay, that sounds pretty good. So then it flashes over to him wearing like this, this awesome gray sweatsuit, like matching gray, like pants and top. Um, and he's running around the track. Uh, he sees Sandy and that and that guy, uh, the guy she's with. Um, you know, they, they lock eyes and he's trying to show off a little bit, uh, jumping over a couple of hurdles, but he trips over the last one. Sandy doesn't like that. She runs down to see, are you okay, Danny? Um, and they, they are uh, finally gonna, gonna maybe mend some fences here get back together just in time for national bandstand that's right so one of the things that they talk about in the uh, announcements and it's a great it's a great scene uh because you have the principal and the assistant principal the, the assistant principal has got like this xylophone thing mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she's trying to make music and they talk about in their opening announcement saying welcome to all the students that hey national bandstand it's um it's it's kind of like American Bandstand where they have videos and they they have this live TV show of people dancing and it's <laughs> hosted by the amazing DJ Vince Fontaine. Um, he, they are coming to Rydell High. There uh, there's going to be this big dance. There's a couple of people um, uh, that are in charge of the different decorations committee and all of this, and so they're all excited. And there's this going to be this dance competition, and it's going to be great. Danny's so excited. He asks Sandy if she wants to go sandy's a little concerned because she's like i don't know if they dance like this in australia you know if they dance the same way as they do and danny's not worried at all but the other couple rizzo and kinicky they get into a big fight uh you don't really know why at first rizzo is just in a real bad mood kinicky's mm -hmm, trying to be mm -hmm. funny she's not having any of it and you don't know why um but Kaniki, he decides to go and ask that guy, Leo, that guy who's on the opposite gang. He goes, uh, she goes, he goes to ask his girlfriend, uh, who's named Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha, um, yeah. <laughs> Cha-Cha. And I guess she's the best dancer at this, at this Catholic school that's next door. I don't really know the whole story, but he asks her. And so what does Rizzo do? Rizzo's like, fine, I'll ask Leo. And so we've got this like star-crossed, double date from hell that, that ends up going going full circle in on this dance floor it's yeah. very interesting it is it is very very interesting yeah it's uh it's very uh west side story-esque but they're at this they're at this dance uh they're having a good time they are hand jiving uh vince fontaine is there he's hitting on marty uh which uh which is a little creepy i gotta say i gotta say uh but they're they're doing some dancing they're having fun i really like the school dance um because i mentioned west side story and that's that's also really fun like kind of this like neighborhood like community dance kind of thing that they're doing uh because they're all kind of doing uh you know the same dance they're all having having fun but here in greece they're all kind of doing their own dance um it's like this like mashup of just different uh dancing styles and of course and of course you know you have um, Danny, he's there. He's dancing with Sandy. That's going pretty good. Um, but you mentioned that Cha-Cha is there and Cha-Cha is the best dancer of them all. So he's going to pull a, uh, Saturday night fever, uh, swap dancing partners, uh, so he can dance with the, uh, best, uh, dancer there, uh, which is going to rub Sandy the wrong way, rubs her the wrong way. You know, she took a chance. She gave Danny a shot at winning her heart back. And what does he do? He throws it away for Cha-Cha throws it away and he doesn't even throw it away for cha-cha apparently they also had a thing danny got around i'm just saying apparently yeah. they also went together uh a while ago and danny tries to deny it at the time but <laughs> we didn't go together obvious. we just went together <laughs> that's right and they're totally different things going and wenting totally different. different and um and so you know sandy's really upset she ends up leaving um but danny and cha-cha they win the contest they get the 
uh, trophy, which looks kind of strange. It, it just looks like a giant toilet paper uh, roll. I, I don't, I don't really understand. It's like a scepter, but anyway, they win. Um, they do a last dance. There's this whole thing with the T-birds who decide to go in and like moon the camera Mm, and mm -hmm. that that makes all of the administration really unhappy and so they're like now <laughs> now they're threatening everybody to like tell us who tell us who these butts are that are yes the they they sent the footage to the fbi to identify <laughs> the buttons or something uh, it's 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 pretty hilarious but, but yeah i mean this uh the dance scene i i really really like i think it's a lot of fun but you know kind of the the aftermath of this is danny and sandy are going out on on a date i don't i don't know why she keeps going out with this guy but they are uh they're together at the drive-in you know sitting there and she's like and he's like he's like i'm so, he's like i told you i'm sorry and she's like well i know you you said it but you know i'm so, i'm still mad at you um but yeah they're at this they're at this drive-in and i have to say the drive-in looks super cool right because greece is set in the 50s so you have all of these cars not i'm not a car guy so i don't know if all of these are super period accurate but they look like it to me in my novice eyes and it looks awesome you just have all these cars lined up um uh the drive-in section i think looks really great but but we've got yeah. some we've got some we've got some bad news uh coming <laughs> we've got some bad news coming from rizzo that's right so so Rizzo is still in a really rat bad mood her friend Marty is there with her they go to the bathroom they're having girl talk and Marty is like what is wrong with you you're like you're acting so mean to everybody what is up and of course Rizzo is like hey I might be pregnant but don't mm. tell anybody I don't know anything I don't or I don't know for sure um I don't know how it was in 1958, uh, finding out you were pregnant. I think it was one of those things you had to go to a doctor to get that confirmed. Mm. Uh, it wasn't like well, today where you... Well, it would have been in the 50s. So yeah, definitely you would have had to have gone to, right. gone to a right. doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to go to a doctor to get it confirmed. So she's just kind of waiting to see if you know her body uh, is carrying a child or not. So that's very stressful. That sounds real bad. I'm glad we live in a world today where we can find those things out pretty quickly on our own in the comfort of our own house. Um, so she's upset. She's like, I don't know. I, I got to talk to Kaniki. Um, I haven't told him yet. And, you know, in the meantime, Marty, don't tell anyone. And of course, Marty's like, absolutely not, sister. I'll take it to the grave. What does she do? She turns around and she talks to one couple that talks to another couple. That, and this scene is so great because it's it's basically these lineup of this lineup of cars and everyone in the car ends up talking to a person next to them in another car and so this news legitimately travels like 50 feet as Rizzo is walking behind them uh and then meets up with Kaniki and then Kaniki's like hey uh I just heard something <laughs> because someone has literally just told him that uh you know Rizzo is expecting and of course Rizzo is trying to play it really cool and she's like what do you what do you care and he's like well i mean I, I don't run away from my mistakes like if you need something and she's like oh man don't even worry about it, it was somebody else's mistake and so of course kaniki is relieved uh and kind of non you know non-committal about it and walks away but she looks completely devastated because i she really likes kaniki and she doesn't mm -hmm. want him mm -hmm. to know that it is his um, if she's pregnant and that she's terrified and that, you know, she's doing all these things because she loves him and it's bad. It's bad news bears. 
that is it is bad news bears and it's bad news bears on the danny sandy front too um as i mentioned sandy obviously uh she's still a little burned by uh danny's dancing with cha-cha uh danny tries to smooth things over though uh he tries to give her uh his ring uh which is kind of funny because he like elbows her when he's trying to take it off and like he can't like keep from laughing which i think is probably just john travolta laughing <laughs> because uh the way olivia newton john re reacted to it uh which i think is is kind of fun but he gives her this ring and you know uh i love this it's like a freaking light switch because she's like i'm mad at you danny oh that's my ring thank you i'm so happy i couldn't be more happy in the whole world right now but uh that happiness doesn't last for very long because she still gets mad at danny anyway um and you know end up leaving and that of course gives us gets us to our next song um it's it's danny john travolta singing uh oh sandy oh sandy why i i um as he's sitting and it's really cool because he he makes his way up to like it's like a playground at the at the drive-in so you have the big like movie screen in behind him um you've got like the you know like the stars are are shining bright it looks it looks really cool um and this this song is is pretty great uh, but yeah everyone is kind of on the outs right now so you got you got danny and sandy uh that's not going great you got rizzo and Kaniki, that's no not going that great. Um, they're about ready to have a head off with this other with this other gang. Uh, so uh, good news on one hand, uh, Grease Lightning is up and running. It is looking pretty good, uh, looking looking great. But we are headed to Thunder Road, um, and we are playing for keeps. Uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have a race uh, with that guy. What'd you say his name was? Leo. Uh, Leo has challenged us to a race. We can't back down. Uh, so we go. We show up and he says, what does he say? He says, we're racing for pinks. That means pink slips. So if you lose your race, you lose your car. Uh, get out of here. Uh, but, you know, uh, Kaniki's not going to back down uh, until he gets a very, very, very light bump on the head. A, a very teeny tiny bump on the head. But I do love this scene because this really does show the friendship that Danny and Kaniki have for one another. And the fact that even at the very beginning, you can see this where Danny is upset that he's hurt Sandy. And Kaniki even asks, he's like, are you still upset about that girl? And he's like, no, man, no, I'm not. But then Kaniki's like, we should go. We should go and do this romantic thing underneath the, you know, Frenchie's second story bedroom window. We mm, should do that mm -hmm. because you do really like her, right? So Kaniki's kind of got this serious, uh, like, undertone um, of friendship with Danny. And so, of course, Kaniki asked Danny if he would ride with him uh, at Thunder Road. They have this moment where they're like, yeah, yeah. And they hug each other. And then they, of course, have to go back to acting real cool and combing their hair um, because they can't possibly hug. Uh, that would be not manly. A uh, mm -hmm. lot, of, lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of work to be done in, in 1958 on, uh, on <laughs> relationships. But whatever. So then, as you say, Kaniki gets like this baby tap on his forehead and now is like, can't possibly <laughs> drive on his own. So, of course, so, you know, Danny ends up taking the wheel and, you know, Leo's girlfriend, Cha-Cha, is there and she's got, you know, a scarf and she's going to pull her scarf off and use it as the flag uh, for them to go down and back on this kind of spillway in the middle of the city. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it doesn't look like it's that um unsafe like it looks like it's you know because they're not doing this on like a, a drag road or anything like that but they're they, so there are no other cars however however leo's car has all these weird things on it that hurts uh grease lightning <laughs> so yeah. danny's trying to drive the grease lightning car which is now looking really good it's been i mean now we're almost to graduation uh we've moved through a lot of months very fast and mm -hmm, so they mm -hmm. the body shop and the auto shop uh people have done some great work on it but it gets a little banged up um but due to uh, 
Danny's amazing driving. He ends up winning Thunder Road. And yes. Leo is real sad because now his lightning car, his flame fl- thrower vehicle has to uh, has to go away with Danny. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His car has like some weird like spike things coming out of the tires that like tears like a hole through grease lighting. Uh, it's it's bad. I will say it looks pretty cool because they're on like this embankment. So they like drive up and they're like driving on the side of it. Like it looks it looks really cool. Like it's a pretty, uh, pretty good uh, action set piece for this uh, musical, I will say. Um, yeah. But, you know, who is there to watch this race unfold? That is none other than Sandy. She is there. She is watching all of this. Um, and of course, she takes away the most important lesson is that she should change exactly who she is to get the boy that she wants um and that's what she's going to do she gives a little reprise of look at me i'm sandra d um and she goes she goes off with frenchie she says frenchie uh, i know you're a beauty school dropout you had that whole song uh with uh, uh with teen angel with frankie avalon which we didn't even talk about but but i know you dropped out from beauty school but you can help me uh you can you can get my hair real big you can get me into some uh tight leather uh like pants and and top um and that's that's exactly what danny danny wants so uh that that's the route we are going we are going it is the last day of school they are having uh this last day of school carnival um i don't did your school have a last day of school carnival we did like i think we had like a water balloon fight like one year i think that i was in school but we definitely didn't have a giant uh ferris wheel and carnival rides and hot dog stands and uh you know fun houses uh that didn't happen that didn't happen in my school you know, I did ask my dad about that back when I first saw this. Uh, and I think, I think because insurance was not a thing at that time, or maybe mm. it was, but it was real cheap, um, that that was much more common. I mean, because in the movie, this is a real carnival. There are real rides, like huge mm-hmm, rides, like mm-hmm. the Ferris wheel and the the Tilt-A-Whirl. There's tons of rides that That's they right. have like kind of parked out on the back. <laughs> I want to say the back nine. It's like the back of this school and so yeah. they have this really great like commencement uh congratulatory speech between um where they show uh, kind of vignettes of the people and say who they could end up becoming and like jan mm-hmm. could be the next rosemary clooney and all of that um i think duty could be the next vice president nixon or something and it's pretty funny um but yeah they have this they have this massive carnival in the back and um you get to see Rizzo is actually on one of the yeah, she's rides. On the fer- oh, she's on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, she's on the Ferris wheel. And Kaniki sees that and he's like, hey, you can't be on that. You need to get off of that ride. You can't be in that on that ride in your condition. And she lets him know that, hey, it was a false alarm. She's not pregnant. All is right <laughs> with the world. Everything's fine. And not so a Kaniki- broken typewriter after all. Not a broken typewriter after all. And so Kaniki is like, hey uh like i'd like to maybe make an honest woman out of you and rizzo's like dude if this is a line i don't want to have anything to do with it he's like no 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 i'm serious like i i I really i really want to do that and she's like all right so then they start making out like crazy all over the place and then um you know danny he shows up to see the t-birds and what is danny wearing he it wasn't just sandy (laughs) that did the changing brian that's right yeah Danny tried to uh, to change as well, right? Because he's in his uh, Letterman's uh, sweater because he lettered in track, you know, behind the scenes while the T-Birds were running around acting a fool. Uh, he got his act together and did some uh, cross-country running. I uh, got the sweater. Uh, looks like a I don't know, looks like a very professional scholarly scholarly sir. But uh, of course, he looks over. He sees Sandy. She comes out in those tight black pants with her giant poofed up hair. And he says, ooh, that's exactly you're the one that I want. And we get that song. And it's pretty great as they're going around 
around kind of this carnival, you know, they of course end up on like that, like that, like shake thing on the, on the fun house, which is kind of like that one, like real iconic kind of, kind of visual you get from the film here of Greece. And you do that. Um, and yeah, everything is going to plan. Everyone is paired back up. You get all the pink ladies, you get all the T-birds there, there dancing, having a good time. And we only have one more thing left to do, Michaela. And that is a wop babaloo wop. A wop bamboo. That's right. That's right. We go together. Uh, it is really fun. It's amazing. I love uh, this last like dance number as it's going around to all the couples uh, doing exactly what they want. I love it. Yeah, me too. My favorite part is at the end. So at the end, they do this dance lineup. Um, and you probably know more about uh, what it's called than me. But it's <clears throat> they had it at the dance with Vince Fontaine, um, mm-hmm. where you you line up and there's if you line you have the boys on one side and the girls on the other and one one girl and one boy kind of dance down the line while everybody's watching and the line just kind of continues that way well they're doing that again only when they do it again it it feels almost like a curtain call actually Mm -hmm. which is pretty amazing and but at the end of it they hand everybody their yearbooks so that's kind of fun um and then of course danny and sandy are the last ones to come down um but they are not walking down they are driving down this amazing car that we see from the dreams of Grease Lightning. It's the red car with the um, with that acrylic top where you get to see the engine. They've mm-hmm. I don't know where mm-hmm. it came from, but it's the thing of dreams. And Danny right. and Sandy are in it. And somehow that Grease Lightning car takes flight. It it does. It takes flight. It flies off um, into the uh, bright, sunny sky. Um, And that is that is how this uh, crazy, zany romp through a year at Rydell High ends. So uh, Michaela Grease is a pretty fun movie. Um, It is a a pretty good time. It's it's an hour and 50 minutes, but it runs pretty quick. Like you don't you don't think that the time is going at all. Um, You can go and watch this on. I think it's on Paramount Plus, uh, which is where I watched it. If you want to want to go check it out. But let's um, let's talk about a little bit of the of the pieces of this now. Now, obviously, very unfortunately to to us and to the rest of the collective world, Olivia Newton-John passed away just a couple of uh, weeks ago um, at the beginning part of August. Um, so, of course, we needed to pay homage to her and we wanted to talk about, um, you know, one of her films and probably, you know, the most iconic role that she had was as uh, Sandy in Greece. So we wanted to talk about it. So, um, Michaela, Olivia Newton-John, really good, really good. Really good. Yeah. I mean, she did a couple of other things that I loved. I loved Xanadu. Uh, Mm. That came very shortly after this. Um, Of course, she sang that wonderful hit song, Let's Get Physical. That Mm -hmm. was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's very hard. I think Sandy, the character Sandy is very hard to cast. Um, This musical has been out and around since 1972 and it's it's very hard to get a good sandy because i think we are always going to be comparing uh the sandy that we see on stage to the sandy Mm -hmm. that we see on the big screen she was just amazing um and she had this she has this really beautiful way of where it's totally believable that she's very sweet and pure and innocent and then at the end when she's all in leather there's a moment where she's singing and she's kind of asking uh danny to like come up the stairs uh to dance with her and it's Mm -hmm. really sultry and very seductive and she can do it all her music is great her voice is like honey it's really um she she's just so wonderful in this and it's um it's really sad the world the world definitely is 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 gonna miss her a lot 
yeah, she was definitely, you know, come coming off the, the heels of this and, um, you know, obviously all of her recording work. She definitely, uh, you know, <laughs> we talk about people being like America's sweetheart and stuff like that, but she was very much like the world's sweetheart um, coming off of this. And, you know, she did a lot of a lot of uh, good in the world then. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely very sad about her um, untimely passing earlier this month. So I wanted to make sure we, um, you know, paid honor uh, to her. And then uh, John Travolta, you know, just uh, just off the heels of Saturday Night Fever, um, obviously very talented in the singing and dancing uh, department, obviously uh, very comedic in his uh, television roles. And uh, I, don't, I don't know who would be a better Danny, uh, which is weird because uh, John Travolta played duty on Broadway in Greece uh, prior to this film. So uh, what, what do we think? What do we think about uh, John Travolta here? Pretty iconic, I, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved him in this. I thought it was interesting because uh, Jeff Conaway was actually going to play uh, Danny in this. Um, and he decided that he didn't want to be typecast uh, for the rest of his career as a quote unquote greaser. Um, mm. So he was worried about that. Um, Jeff Conaway said it's the biggest career regret that he ever made was not being Danny Zuko <laughs> uh, because it, I mean, it would have, it would have been pretty awesome probably for his career, but he was an amazing Kanicki. Um, <clears throat> I can't really have imagined anybody else doing as good of a job at being like on mm -hmm. the surface cool, but having kind of, a deeper underside uh, in the, just it, his eyes and his mannerisms and the way that he kind of looks and, and talks to people, especially Rizzo um, during some of those scenes. Um, and so, yeah, I think John Travolta was amazing in this. It It's so campy. It's perfect for him, right? Because he doesn't take it too seriously either. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. And I mean, he's so good. And I guess, I guess kind of in fairness to, um, you know, to being typecast, I, John Travolta kind of was typecast like in these kinds of roles, you know, for the next kind of almost decade of his career before he kind of kind of broke back out of that and, you know, got into, you know, some more some more esoteric stuff and some more action kind of oriented and oriented stuff. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's hard to say, you know, uh, looking back uh in that sense. But uh, what else uh, do we have in the cast going on here? We have Stalker Channing as Rizzo. Uh, excellent. I love kind of her her attitude and tone and demeanor through all of this thing. Kind of kind of like the scorned, not scorched earth, but, you know, definitely has a uh, chip on her shoulder uh, throughout this thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's she's super tough. Um, when I was a kid, I never wanted to be Sandy. I always wanted to be Rizzo. Um, I just thought she's she's kind of a person who can take care of herself. She doesn't need anything. She doesn't need anybody. And even though she really loved Kinnicky, she wasn't going to bring him down. I mean, um, there's, uh, they, they make light of it really in the show, but in 1958, if you got pregnant and didn't want to be pregnant, um, there it, much like today in some States, there's not a lot you can do about it. And it's, um, can ruin people's lives. You end up having a kid that maybe you don't want that can have detrimental effects on the on the on the kid and the rest of society so mm -hmm. we don't talk much about that uh they don't talk about that but the fact that she's not willing to tell kaniki hey it's yours and you got to marry me or you've got to do anything um right. and set him up for that um she was like i got myself into this i can figure my way out and i'm just not going to involve anybody um for right or wrong i always thought that that was really a, a, a pillar of strength that she had and again her the way her facial mechanisms are just really deep uh for mm -hmm. the fact that you know she she only has one song that she sings on her own it's worst things that i could do and she's talking about how you know they're other than you know kind of date and like boys and and be kind of this um 
powerful girl that won't take any crap from anybody. There are other things that she could do and um, that are so much worse. And as she's singing to Kinnicky, it's just, it's really beautiful. And she hits a lot of really lovely high notes. I don't think uh, Stalker Channing is a, um, I don't think she's a trained singer, but she sounded really great. Um, she's she's really good. Uh, Didi Khan as Frenchie is really good. And like kind of the storyline, we were talking about it yesterday, how she she drops out of beauty school because she gives herself some wickedly awesome pink hair. And now, uh, you know, wickedly awesome pink hair is uh, something that's really cool. So uh, maybe Frenchie was just ahead of her time. And uh, Frenchie got to reprise her role. Didi Khan did uh, in Greece, too. So I guess uh, maybe <laughs> maybe should have stuck it out with uh, with uh, beauty school there. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But um, a lot of good music in this one. Um, I it's hard to hard to pick a favorite. Of course, you got the the Oscar nom for Hopelessly Devoted uh, to You that uh, Olivia Newton-John sings. But, you know, of course, Grease Lightning is is like the iconic one. And Summer Lovin', like I mentioned at the top, you know, uh, karaoke uh, parlors around the world are probably playing it uh, right now as uh, people get up and uh, sing their duets. But uh, love the love the title track. That was new. That was an addition for the movie. Uh, you know, Grease is the word that Barry Gibb uh, did. Um, uh, r- really great. And yeah, just a really great soundtrack. I think that this is like the the seventh or eighth best-selling uh movie soundtrack of all time uh which is pretty great sold something like seven or eight million copies so uh pretty cool there yeah absolutely yeah no i definitely think uh it's it's a film i probably watch once a year once every couple of years um and now that my son is really into musicals i gotta tell you so i let him watch this this weekend with me of course i fast forwarded through the the one scene um but he has watched the last five minutes uh from Mm. you're the one that i want all the way to the very very end he has probably watched that about a hundred times so um pray for me ladies and gentlemen (laughs) people of all (laughs) because i'm 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 at the end of my rope but um but I think it's a really, it's just a really fun show and it has a lot of good moments in it. And it does still, while parts of it have definitely not aged well, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and we can, we can talk about that, but some of it has not aged well. Uh, some of it is still like the idea of their friends that you have in high school and you may never see them again. And that fear that you're going to move on, but you'll always have this piece of of moment and this time with them this time capsule when they were your best friends and it was your first love and nothing else quite like that ever again mm-hmm. and that is so true and i think that's probably one of the reasons why um we still we still see greece playing um we still mm-hmm. see this uh showing up uh on sunday you know sunday movies um streaming and, and streaming everywhere right yeah, kind of same as you. I don't really remember like the first time I would have seen Grease, but it was just something it was it was on TV a lot, you know, at least every couple of months. It probably was hitting up onto like a Sunday matinee or something. So, yeah, just just a really fun one. Um, there's some maybe maybe some things that, yeah, that haven't aged as as well as other things. But I think generally um, speaking, kind of the the themes and the tone of this movie are are fun and lighthearted and, um, you know, pretty good. And and the cast is so great. And then, of of course, um, we got a, a lot of years of uh, John Travolta and Olivia Newton john doing stuff together and uh you know kind of kind of keeping that that uh summer loving uh alive for everyone so let us know out there if you uh, have seen greece if you're a fan of it if you've seen it on uh broadway or at your local theater uh let us know that and let us know if you make up a pink lady or a t-bird from uh this week's lobby bar let us know and take pictures um and send them in because we want to see it we want to know all that stuff we want to we want to hear your rendition of these grease songs you know all that stuff uh so send it in uh you can do it you can tag us 
us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at drink the movies and on facebook.com slash drink the movies. Um, if you want to uh, check out the pictures of the cocktails, we may get episode recaps, all that good stuff. You can do that on our website, which is www.drinkthemovies.com. And uh, Michaela, uh, if you know, after they're done, after they get done, they graduate from Rydell High. Uh, you know, they have some extra time on their hands. They haven't started going back to Bob's box store or whatever you said it was called um, to, you know, to work for the summer. They have a little bit of extra time on their hands. They should be listening to podcasts and getting subscribed. Where can they do that? They can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Good Pods, anywhere where Anchor Podcasts are distributed, pretty much anywhere in the world. Uh, get yourself subscribed because we do two drops a week. They're a lot of fun. Um, we talk a lot about this community that we're building. We're about to have probably the best week we've ever had, mm-hmm. Ryan, looking mm-hmm. at the numbers. Yeah. It's super cool. Um, so please subscribe. If you're liking what you're hearing, leave us a five-star review because that helps us get the drink of the movies out there. Um, and please try a T-bird, try a pink lady. Let us know which one you like best. That's right. Yeah. Let us know which one you like best or if you like them both amazingly equally. So, uh, yeah, definitely let us know. And uh, for now, Michaela, I think I don't don't know. Um, Greece is the word, but that word I think I think is over. I think we're I think we're done with Greece. So we're going to have to uh, uh, I don't know, rest up because we've got quite the cocktail menu coming for next week. We have a uh, sci fi classic in the works for everyone. So uh, we're going to have to rest up if we're going to do next week any sort of justice. So why don't we do that? I've got Uh, extra Twinkies. So (laughs) they're not in a paper bag, but I do have some extra Twinkies. We're going to bring your bring the uh, paper bag of Twinkies and uh, bring we're going to need some uh, Johnny Walker uh, black label. So grab that, grab the Twinkies and we will talk to everyone next time on drink Drink the the movies. movies. You're the one that I want. You are the one I want. Honey. The one that I want.